Good evening and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Uh, bit of a last minute recording. Um, I was meant to have Ed Dunn on the show tonight, but um, his job is actually a media worker, presenter, producer kind of guy. So as you can imagine, his life is a bit manic. So we'll have to reschedule that for a later date. Um, I wanted to talk to him about his experience with working with the BBC and all that sort of stuff and all the celebrities that he's met and all that sort of things um but yeah he's obviously working a little bit later than planned so we are going to go through my personal top five podcasts so far uh in the i don't know the the absolute bedlam podcast universe in a way i suppose um so we're up to season four now um, I've been doing this since October, so in a couple of months I'm going to be reaching my one year anniversary, so I've got to remind myself to buy some party poppers for that. Um, and yeah, I just want to sort of recap and have a bit of a breath and think about sort of what we've all achieved. Um, obviously, we've just heard the news on the BBC um, about, you know, Boris Johnson delaying lockdown a little bit, um, and obviously people are going to want to start enjoying their lives as they were before everything got put on pause. So, um, yeah, it's nice to take a bit of a break sometimes and have a bit of a breath. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just want to self-reflect and I I don't want to miss a recording because I know that these things um, are all about consistency. So, yeah, top five Absolute Bedlam podcasts. So... This is from all of the series that I've done from the very, very first episode all the way to the modern day. Which so my most recent one at this time was with Connor from Our Hollow, Our Home, which just in itself really shows the growth of this. Um, I'm really, really proud of where we are at the moment. Obviously managed to secure free sponsors now, which is ridiculous. Uh, I just can't stop sending emails to save my own life, apparently. Um, and at the end of the month, I've got a pretty big guest in terms of a army veteran coming on to chat about anything. And I messaged him the other day and I said, you know, is there anything off the table that we can't talk about? And he's like, mate, I'm an open book. Let's get to it. Let's talk about, you know, everything you've got. And I want to ask you some questions as well, because obviously starting a podcast in lockdown can sometimes be seen as a bit of a sort of gap. Um, And I do genuinely want to keep doing this until I don't enjoy it anymore. And I'm still thoroughly enjoying it. But um, yeah, anyway, this isn't about me. This is about you guys. And this is about all the lovely guests that have spared an hour of their time talking to me um, in the last sort of, I don't know, nine months. Something like that. So top five. I've actually got two honourable mentions as well. So it's actually a top seven. So I'm a complete fraud. But anyway, you knew that already. So we're going to go to number five. We're going to go to John Belfield. So John is one of my best mates. Um, I don't speak to him very often, but when I do, I'm usually speaking to him for about two or three hours on the trot. Um, And this episode was obviously no exception. I dragged him into the podcast world and straight off the back of our episode, he actually started his own podcast, which is really cool, um, called the Isolation Booth Podcast. 
Um, not going to go into it too much, but John's had quite a lot on his plate lately, so I'm actually going to go see him tomorrow in person. And I've not actually seen him in person, I think it's nearly seven years actually physically seeing him, so I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Potentially getting a meal together, uh, meal deal, sorry, meal deal, that's, that's the only thing I eat apparently guys, so uh, you know, you've got to keep it on brand. Um, but yeah, hopefully going to go see him tomorrow, um, have a meal deal each and just chat about stuff and what's going on and how we're going to sort of move forward with his predicament that he's in. Um, I won't obviously go into it too much because it's a bit personal. But um, yeah, so me and John talked about everything basically on our episode. It was actually episode two of season one. So I was very, very new to all of this and the whole audio thing of, you know, not knowing when the other person's going to start talking, all that sort of stuff. Um, I had an absolute blast talking to him about conspiracy theories, talking to him about being in a band and how hard it is on the surface. Obviously, it looks like, you know, it's all butterflies and rainbows and everything's like win, win, win. But when you actually get in, you know, to the nitty gritty of actually being in a band that operates, you know, four days a week, you realise that it's a fucking grind. Um, It's a real sort of aptitude test, as I've mentioned several times now on this. Um, It really, you know, it tests you and it makes you question and really think about what you're going to do. And what gap in the market you're going to fill and all that sort of stuff. And if you're not all in it, then unfortunately, there's a saying that I hear a lot when you're in a band, which is, you're only as good as your least committed uh, member. Which I just think is just bang on, really. That's definitely written by someone that has been in a band. Um, So yeah, me and John met at the Pavilion. Uh, We've been talking ever since, even the times where John was living in Poole. And we were just insulting each other over MSN, basically. Um, I've always respected John and I've always um, been very sort of receptive to what he has to say to me. He's always struck me as someone that's a bit of a leader, which is probably why he went off and did his own podcast after ours. And, you know, I, I can tell that he really enjoyed our episode. And I wish him all the best with his podcast, which is the Isolation Booth podcast, which is available on YouTube and Spotify. Um, so yeah, go and have a listen to that. I um I went on his, he came on mine, so I'm due to get him back on at some point in the future. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Um, I might look at going video soon as well, so I'm up for getting some tips off John, um, finding out how it all works. So yeah, he's just been a really good person to talk to. And um, yeah, I think the episode that we did was nearly two hours long, maybe a little bit longer. And considering back then I only had one, potentially one sponsor, I'll have to listen back. I might not have had any. So we were just back and forth for like two hours, um, which I'm fairly sure is a form of torture. But if you fancy, you know, a bit of a bit of that, then go listen and uh, get my stats up. So, yeah, enough about that. But, yeah, thanks, John, as always, for um, supporting the show. And uh, let's move on. So. Number four, I've got the absolute legend that categorically said to me in the past, I'd love to come on your show, mate, but I don't think I'm that interesting. What a load of bollocks. So we've got Larry Welling, who is the ex-bassist of Shields, the vocalist of Brotherhood, 
um, just an all-round nice guy, and as a lifestyle, sort of what he does for a living, he's a barber. So he's got a lot of facets to him and a lot of things that he can pull inspiration from. Um, and yeah, I, I've really enjoyed catching up with him. I've never really spoken to him in length, and I felt that everything that was going on in his life at that moment, I feel that he kind of needed someone to have a bit of a chat to and to sort of virtually pat him on the back and tell him it's going to be okay. Um, and I've got to be honest with you guys, you know, part of the reason I do this is to obviously get this out to as many ears as possible. That episode absolutely banged. Um, in three days, I got 60 listens on that episode. So clearly Larry isn't as boring as what he thinks. So uh, shout out Larry Wellings, because... Yeah, that was just a real breath of fresh air and it really made me feel that I was, you know, putting some fuel in the tank into that. And obviously people wanted to listen to him. Uh, Shields, absolutely love Shields. They kind of just sort of broke up out of nowhere. Uh, a lot of people thought it was like a sort of twisted April Fool's Day joke. Um, obviously, there's a lot of reasons why Shields split up and disbanded and I was absolutely gutted, but I completely understand why. Um, but yeah, Larry's an amazing bassist. Definitely check him out on Instagram. He's always posting sort of studio stuff and home studio stuff, playing bass. Uh, and check out his band Brotherhood. But yeah, it was just a really nice conversation I had with him. We we briefly brushed a little bit on religion and why Larry, you know, is a man of faith. And I'm I'm always happy to have people come on and sort of explain their sort of thought process to me and sort of explain why they are how they are and you know I'm not here to judge I'm just here to have a chat with people and to listen and to learn and to develop myself in you know listening to other people that's that's how it goes in the world isn't it you sort of allow yourself to hear other people's thoughts and cultures and backgrounds and ethnicities and all that sort of stuff so yeah shout out to Larry he has no idea that I'm doing this episode but I'll tag him in this and um yeah, I, I really hope that things have improved for you, mate, because you don't deserve the financial situation that you're in. You you don't deserve the, the crap that came your way, obviously. When you put all of your sort of eggs in one basket, kind of, in terms of, like, music and working in the service industry, COVID really fucked all that up and sort of ruined it, and it probably felt like the whole world was coming down on him. So uh, shout out to Larry absolutely lovely guy and um i hope to speak to him again soon that would be amazing and um larry if you want to uh do me a favor mate please get sam to message me back from shields because <laughs> i'd love to get him on i've um i've got joe um in september i think i can't remember joe's um surname which is pretty bad but anyway we move number three so this was a big deal um, this was someone that I didn't actually think that I'd be able to get on as early as I did. I wanted to sort of work my way up to him. Um, he's not verified on Instagram or anything like that. So I knew that if I messaged him, there was a fairly good chance that he'd message me back. It's Robin Adams. So Robin Adams is one of my musical inspirations. Um, not, not a vocalist myself, as you can probably tell with my southern twang. Um, but 
I, I just, I've always really, really liked Red Sea's Fire. And um, one of the guys that actually came on here, Mark Taylor, introduced me to them. And um, they were just game-changing for me, really. Um, I listened to them pretty much on repeat for about a month. Just a really sort of polished, nice fusion of electronic and metal in one, which was quite strange. Pre-Periphery, obviously Nolly, who was their guitarist, went on to become the bassist of Periphery. So you can definitely draw some inspiration and sort of parallels from that. Um, so yeah, Robin, obviously, his most recent sort of thing was he produced and engineered the vocals for Architects Holy Hell, um, which is their second most recent album at this point of recording. Uh, did a lot of work for a band called Blood Youth, who just seem to be cropping up all over the place. They're playing Slam Dunk this year. Um, I saw them at Teddy Rocks. Um, I'd actually quite like to get them on at some point, potentially a group recording or something like that. Um, but yeah, they're getting around and they're popping up all over the shop. So um, yeah, what Robin does, obviously, it's not only good, but it's also sort of allowing bands to sort of get more opportunities because the albums that Robin's producing and mixing and stuff sound really good. So, uh, yeah, shout out Robin. I was uh, really, really happy to have him on. And then, obviously, the next week I had Jake Fogarty on, um, who is a drummer. He used to be in Red Sea's Fire as well, same sort of fate as Robin. And, um, yeah, he's a drum teacher now. And uh, I thought I'd include both of them, really, at the same time because... You know, they kind of, they weren't only in the same bands together, but they were sort of back-to-back episodes. So, um, yeah, what a amazing opportunity to be able to chat with them and uh, catch up and find out what they've been up to. Um, I want to try and get as many guests on here as possible that have more than one thing to talk about. I quite like the whole sort of, you know, I used to be a scientist, now I'm a paranormal investigator and i wrote a book you know that sort of thing where we can we can move through the conversation without just constantly pulling the fact that someone used to be in a band that had a number one single and stuff like that um i really like that sort of diverse dynamic sort of pace change of conversation but yeah uh shout out robin shout out jake once again they have no idea that i'm doing this but um This is apparently how solo podcasts go. I am absolutely rattling through this. So apologies if this isn't what you expected. But unfortunately, I'm working within the parameters of what I can deliver. (laughs) So yeah, shout out Robin, shout out uh, Jake. And uh, yeah, I'd love to get you guys on again in a couple of years or something like that and find out what you've been up to. Um, Number two, we've got funny school stories. So... This was a bit of a weird one for me. This was a spur of the moment sort of... I wanted to get Gary on because he was one of my best mates at school. And I wanted to get Adam on because he was one of my best mates after college. And it just kind of all just sort of became this perfect storm of, you know, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? And they both wanted to talk about school stories. So I was like, right, well, let's just do a a freeway conversation and let's just... um, reconnect obviously the first band i ever used to be in um was a band called cause for concern and that was when i was about 
potentially 18 or 19 years old. I'm now 31. Um, and there were no other positions going in the band other than vocalist. And as I've just explained, I'm not a very good vocalist. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, played two gigs, absolutely smashed it. Not, not. Um, and it was just a really crazy introduction to the world of music and sort of the trials and tribulations, even if you're a band that plays Wembley. You know, you're in a crap band at one point and you've still got to lug all your gear around and sort of wait for the venue to open and wait around for five hours before sound check and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, like I said earlier, it's not all happy, happy, joy, joy. It's not sort of show up, smash it, go home, earn millions of pounds. It's completely slog, you know, absolutely put yourself through the ringer and see what comes out the other side. So, yeah, funny school stories. Probably the hardest I've ever laughed in an episode. Um, shout out to Gary. Shout out to Adam. Um, just absolutely great sort of organic episode that just sort of descended into complete chaos. Um, and I mentioned the old tale of me dropping into a bin in the middle of assembly. Great. Great. Cheers for bringing that up again, Ben. So yeah, Funny School Stories, if you haven't listened to that one, I'd highly recommend checking that one out, because that was uh, one for the ages, and uh, I'll always um, check that one out, see how it's doing on the stats and stuff. Uh, Last time I checked, I think that was on 70 listens, so yeah, it's gone down really well, obviously. Um, Number one, so obviously number one has to be episode number one, Chris Greenfield. So, (laughs) I have absolutely tried my best to get Chris back on as a reprise to the callback that is the first ever episode. Um, Just as a complete side note, I didn't have a clue what I was doing when I reached out to Chris. I just wanted to sort of occupy my time stuck at home with just having a chat. And I was seeing all these podcasts pop up and everything was just going a bit crazy online. So I thought, you know what? What's the absolute minimum equipment that I need to do this myself? And I found out there was an app called Anchor, which I'm still using to this day. Um, You just download it on your phone and your phone essentially becomes a speaker. Um, You invite people to it and you just get chatting. So when I first started using Anchor, as you've probably figured out, I just pressed record and just kept going. Um, And in Chris's episode, we actually reach an hour of one massive recording. So the best way I can describe audio lag without sort of visualizing it is um, it's kind of like two ships. So they both set off in the same direction and they slowly start going left and the other one starts going right slightly and they become this sort of thing that goes off course and that's what happens with audio if you don't segment the um, recordings. So now I record in 24, 25 minute segments just for all those podcast nerds out there. And that doubles up. And um, as a byproduct, it allows me to put my sponsorship adverts in the middle of the episodes. Um, but yeah, I just literally pressed record with Chris and we just started talking about everything. So Chris... Um, as a sort of side gig, I suppose, was a motivational speaker and a sort of lifestyle coach. Um, 
very sort of inspiring young man and um all young man and yeah i really enjoyed chatting to him and sort of he used to sort of sleep rough and he's really been in these like proper dive situations that's really made you sort of reevaluate your life and he's just kept going and i think that that sort of ties into the whole consistency thing that i'm trying to preach on this is you know there's always someone out there that has it worse than you and unfortunately this isn't what everyone wants to hear but you just have to keep going and it's really hard like at the moment I'll, I'll go into this in a bit I don't really want to sort of um exploit my life too much but I've recently had some really really bad news and you've just got to stop for a sec reevaluate your options think you know what's actually happened here and then you just have to keep getting on that bike and pedaling that's the only sort of advice i can ever give any of you really as a sort of inspiration i'm i'm not a motivational speaker i'm i'm not someone that sort of uh stands up in front of you know 300 people at an exhibition and chats to people and sort of yeah i don't know just um Chris just has that knack, I suppose. He just has that sort of, you know, he, he used the word abundance quite a lot in the episode that we did. And um, it's true. Like, the worse you have it, the more you appreciate when it plateaus and becomes better for you. And I think right now we all really need to hear that. Um, so, yeah, if you want to listen to that one, obviously the audio delay is a bit annoying, so I profusely apologize and i am trying my best to get hold of chris to do another episode but as he also mentioned in the episode he's a bit of a digital nomad so he's quite hard to get hold of so i might actually give him a call in a bit and try and find out you know where he is how he is and if he wants to come back on and potentially we could do like a zoom call or a video session or something and we can work something out um yeah chris used to be a music promoter so i met him for a band called saint the sinner he was the bassist we kind of had a lot of similarities when I first met him. Um, you know, just a sort of kid that was willing to put everything into music and see what comes out the other side. Um, I was exactly the same and uh, we both kind of fell. But we're not going to let that sort of ruin our lives. We'll just carry on doing something else that we enjoyed. Um, but yeah, Chris was just an amazing guest to have on. And I think sometimes the whole eight podcast thing that I've described in the past, which is you'll do eight episodes with all the people that you've ever wanted to have on. And then you kind of run out of ideas and you've kind of, what's the word? You've kind of burnt yourself out straight away by shining too bright. Um, sometimes that sort of thing happens and it's important, like I said earlier, to just keep going. Um, but yeah, I just think Chris was a really good sort of person to have on and have a chat to. And um, I still get inspired by that episode even now. And I just think that Chris has that sort of voice of that. Yeah, just a nice guy to have a chat to, really. Um, so yeah, shout out Chris Greenfield. You've uh, you've made number one, mate. So yeah, I've, I appreciate you coming on and allowing me to try and do this and i'm still going now um 
come hell or high water, I will always try my best to sort of record as, um, I want to do quality over quantity. Um, that's kind of my inner sort of, cause this is just me, you know, I've probably mentioned this a couple of times now, but I don't want to record crap and put it out. Um, I really, really want this to be enjoyable to listen to and enjoyable to record. And I want to have fun. If I'm not having fun, then I'm not really sure what I'm doing other than wasting time and wasting phone battery, basically. <laughs> but yeah, um, going to go to a quick break. Um, going to mention my honourable mentions. I quickly want to talk about YouTube, which is something that I've wanted to do for a while. Um, so I'm going to talk about Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Um, I'm not sure how much I'm going to talk about that because I'm not that clued up on it but I do like Logan Paul uh, and I actually want to talk about a Nissan Gib um, and I need to find out the name of the other guy that a Nissan Gib was fighting because I've got some news on that which people might not know about um, but yeah cheers to everyone listening so far and thank you for um, bearing with me we're just going to go to a quick grind advert so if your dad it's coming up to Father's Day, people, this weekend. If your dad fancies a bit of a lifestyle change, then definitely shout shout out Grind and uh, hit him up. And if you put in code BEDLAM2021 at checkout, you will get a 25% discount on anything you buy as a total saving. So yeah, Father's Day coming up this weekend. Obviously, I'll mention that in a sec as well for my other advert. Um, but yeah. If you fancy that, then go for it. So it's grindlimited.co.uk. I think that's wrong. Grindlimituk.com. You know where it is. You know where it is. Go on my Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Ah, fluffed it. Right, I'll be right back. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and do I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited, which is L-T-D, UK.com. That's www.grindlimituk.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very very comfortable to wear the base layer doesn't cling to you and you can really feel the quality of the clothing get involved and start your own grind today if you have any questions regarding any of their products please feel free to drop me a message on my instagram page which is absolute better than podcast or drop clayton the ceo a message on instagram his uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it. Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code, which is Bedlam2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother, 
2021, which is the year that we live in. Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 25% off all products. Grind. Back to the episode. Me again. Oh, this feels strange. I quite like it though. It's um, it's nice knowing that I'm not interrupting anyone other than myself <laughs> for adverts. <laughs> right. Grind. Grindlimitedukcom G-R-N-D ltduk.com at checkout bedlam 2021 that's b e d l a m for mother opposite of mother is your father and it's father's day this weekend so go get him some nice equipment and back on with the show right so honorable mentions so i've got two honorable mentions um so one of these people I've not actually met in person before. The other one I've probably met a few too many times and had a few too many beers with and burgers and all that sort of stuff. So the first one is Jim Manane. And it always had to be Jim Manane, to be honest, because he's my best mate. And he's been there for me in the last six months more than most people. Uh, other than my girlfriend and my son and my mum and all that sort of stuff. So we've been going out for walks across Dorchester and just chilling out and sort of just allowing ourselves to breathe a bit in this complete chaos. So yeah, Jim's episode. Um, first and foremost, I was meant to have a guy who's a musician in Weymouth called Fuzzy on. Uh, Fuzzy discovered quite quickly that he was using an iPhone that preceded Steve Jobs. Um, So his phone didn't, unfortunately, support the podcast app that I use, which is called Anchor. So we couldn't record. Um, If I ever go in person, I'd quite like to have Fuzzy on, but I think he'd probably stink out the whole studio with smoke. But I'll give it a go. I'll give anything a go. You know what I'm like. Um, So yeah, Jim Manane. Um, Just a great person to have a chat with really um recently became a father um so we can obviously pull stories from that uh video games video games video games uh music being in a band together working together as well um there's not a lot really that we haven't given a go really um yeah, just um, kind of taught me how to drive. Um, stayed around his house probably more than I stayed around my own house. Um, he's just always been there. And don't get me wrong, I'm not calling him out. I'll tell him to his face. He is shit at replying to my messages on Signal. Which I downloaded just for him. Because he doesn't like WhatsApp anymore. Because Big Brother's watching you. And, you know, responses, obviously when you're a dad, you know, priorities, all that sort of stuff. Responses can go from three seconds to 72 hours. But I wouldn't change Jim for the world. I absolutely love Jim. And we have an absolute blast every time we talk. So shout out Jim. Absolutely 100% check that episode out. And then 
like I said earlier as well, actually, he he dropped everything for me, basically, to record that with me, because Fuzzy kind of just dropped me in it and sort of left me with no one. Um, it's funny how these things go full circle, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, just check that one out. And we actually turned the tables a little bit more recently. And Jim interviewed me. Um, so... I've always used Jim as a sounding board for this whole idea and this whole project because it's just me. And obviously I can ask people questions, but sometimes, you know, they might not have any authority on the matter. Um, but Jim was like, absolutely 100% keep that meal deal question in. I think that can really sort of <laughs> make or break the episode. And it's a really interesting sort of viewpoint to, um, you can kind of, tell who someone is by their meal deal choice which i know sounds mental um it kind of tells you sort of their lifestyle as well as to what supermarket they pick so i'm a i'm a dirty sort of working class human being goes to tesco and uh yeah you obviously get people that are a bit more sort of middle class upper class that go to waitrose (laughs) and um yeah all that sort of stuff so yeah thanks jim as always for um supporting me and uh sorting me out and helping me and yeah just being sort of available I suppose and um you you help me more than you realize um and sometimes I say that to you and sometimes I think you brush it off but I do mean it so yeah I appreciate you dude and uh thanks as always for helping me out on this because I can't really do this week in week out without guests Anyway, enough soppy shit. Um, so this one was a bit of a, a strange episode, but it was actually one of my most enjoyable episodes. And it was kind of talking about sort of work-related stuff. Um, so without going too much into it, um, I had the pleasure of having someone on called Justine Morehouse. So she is a Six Sigma lean manufacturing practitioner, which sounds like a lot of words all backed into one. Um, So long story short, Six Sigma is all about getting a problem, trying to find out end to end what that entire process map looks like on like a whiteboard, sort of arrow, 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 arrow. And it's about looking at things from a sort of high level and bringing it down to the sort of shop floor, the sort of mechanic in the garage, that sort of stuff. And it's about taking those manual intervention sort of, you know, the more manual something is, um, the more it could cause an error and it could potentially hurt someone and all that sort of stuff. And anything like that sort of day in, day out, you know, the person that's doing it is going to become a little bit, oh God, I hate my job sort of thing. So you want to automate stuff like that and make it as mistake proofed as possible. Um, Since doing my episode with Justine, just as a bit of a side note, I've been speaking to quite a lot of Six Sigma coaches and a lot of um, people that sort of practice this methodology in and out and potentially, you know, they've got contacts at Toyota and sort of stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's really sort of opened my eyes to how much that this is actually a, a real thing. And I'm really happy to talk about it on here. And hopefully I can get some more people on at some point. 
Um, that I think that would really look good as a visual podcast as well, of actually like going through a couple of the tools that they can use in their sort of belt, as it were. Um, but yeah, Justine is just a fantastic speaker, and I knew that she was going to be a really clear, concise, easily communicative person. Um, and I just really appreciated her spending an hour with me. Um, I got to obviously understand who she was as a person, sort of outside of the working world. And, you know, I didn't realise she liked prints. Um, didn't realise that she was a forager. Um, yeah, just, it's, it's interesting what you can find out about people when you're um, sort of just shooting stuff about, really, I suppose. Um, wasn't too much of a fan on the meal deal choice, but you know, Justine, there's always room for improvement, as I'm sure you found out. So, you know, I'm not throwing shade or anything, but um, <sighs> haven't had a perfect ten yet on the uh, the meal deal corner yet. So um, yeah, there's always room for improvement, guys. One day I'll find that person that absolutely gets it. <laughs> so yeah what how many episodes have I done so I think I've done 42 episodes now so um yeah <laughs> that's a pretty yeah the the mark is very very high for a good meal deal um I don't think I even pick the perfect meal deal but there's got to be a few of them out there the holy grails anyway um I wanted to talk a little bit about the future of this and all the sponsors that have helped me get to this point. Um, and the fact that this is just a guy on a phone having a bit to talk about. Um, I think this has always sort of been on my mind and I've always been a very creative sort of... I've always needed an outlet to sort of express myself and be myself and sort of... If you've got a mouth and you've got a voice, then why wouldn't you try and be heard? I don't know. It's just, it's just in my nature, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I want this to go video. I'm not sure on the logistics of the distribution of everything going to Spotify, of everything going to Google Podcasts, all that sort of stuff. I'll figure that out as I go. Um, but, yeah, if I do go YouTube and video, then I might lose... A few people on the way if I transition so I've got to think about that um, but I want it to be consistent because there's no point in me slogging it every week to um, you know one episode's going to go on YouTube one episode's going to go on Spotify one episode's going to go on Apple Podcasts one episode's going to go on Pocket Cast let's just try and uniform it and standardise it and sort of get it all on one thing um, Anchor does a fantastic job of that not sure if there's a way of doing a video podcast on Anchor. Um, I know Anchor is primarily a US app, um, so I might contact them and find out if there's a way of doing that because that would make my life so much easier. Um, but yeah, I want to keep going. Um, if restrictions get to a point where I can do a studio, I might actually look into doing that. Um, with... Doing it in a studio, you get quite a lot of challenges come up. Sometimes more challenges than it's actually worth. So, you know, obviously, you know, if I wanted someone that lived in London, 
then I'd have to get them to come to Weymouth, which is a ball ache. Um, unless I went there. And then the rent of the place would be ridiculous and the overhead would be a lot. And I don't know. I'll figure it out. I might need someone to help me with all that sort of stuff. Um, but I'm really happy with the audio at the moment. Um, I think sometimes you can get a bit ambitious and you can kind of jump the shark a little bit. And I would rather stick to my guns at the moment and really sort of develop a solid foundation um and then potentially look at venturing out with someone maybe if if they're the right person and they're available like i am every sort of week oh sorry guys i'm tired what can i say um but yeah lots of things going on um potentially looking at um what can I say? What can I say? Developing a what's the word? Not a rebrand, just um trying to sort of fit a niche audience. Um I I'm happy for anyone to listen to this obviously. Um but I've hit a bit of a wall, which I'm sure um, John Belfield can attest to, that my demographic is primarily men, um, usually between my age, which is kind of 26 to 32. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you've got to lean into that, I think, as a, a creator. You know, you can't constantly cast a wide net and expect to pull in all the fish. Sometimes you just got to, you know, throw your singular rod out and catch one fish. Um, obviously, the topics I talk about are very music-centric, very sort of, um, I don't know, sort of follow your dreams. And, you know, I've had Paul from Desolated on. I've had sort of Connor from Our Hollow, Our Home, like I said recently. Um, if you're not interested in music, think this would be quite a tough thing to listen to week in week out um so yeah it's it's becoming aware of what i'm trying to achieve rather than just scattergunning it because i've always really struggled with that in life really of just scattergunning everything all the time but yeah lots of things coming up uh, i'm not planning on slowing down until at least october this year um planning on going on holiday if everything goes all right so I won't be recording for a few weeks coming up. Um, and likewise, I don't want to burn myself out to the point where I'm not enjoying this because I think this is actually a really cool thing to do. And I don't want to take it for granted and I don't want to sort of get narky with guests if they're not available and stuff like that. I want it to like constantly be like a learning experience all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not really sure what the future holds. And sometimes that's a good thing. Um, I'm very plan centric though. Like ask anyone that knows me that I, I like a plan. I like a five year sort of roadmap. I like, but sometimes you've just got to roll with the punches and you've just got to get in that storm and just see what comes out the other side. So, um, yeah, there we go. So sponsors, obviously I've got mentioned sponsors cause they support the show. They support me as an individual. They go out on a bit of a limb 
for someone that's just hit 2,000 listens, which is party popper moment, 2,000 listens, guys. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not one of these people that can mention, you know, a company and their sh- stocks and shares skyrocket to the moon. Um, I'm just a guy that lives in a house with my girlfriend. You know, uh, I like the basic necessities of life. Shout out Jungle Book. Um, and yeah, I'm not getting a shitload of money out of this or anything like that. I'm just trying my best to promote some brands and, you know, they're helping me out. They're giving me some money off all their products and all that sort of stuff. And th- this is how it goes. Like, people get sort of disenchanted with like, oh, mate, you've got a sponsorship. Like, oh, you sell out. Nah. Get what you can. Grab what you can. Um, why not? I'm I'm here to promote the products that I use and I'm passionate about. Like since I've uh, been sponsored by Archie Soul, I've used their soap every day, use their face wash every day. Uh, gonna start sort of using their beard washing stuff a little bit more. Um, it's in a box, so sometimes I forget the box exists because, like I say, I'm not I'm not Alfie Days on YouTube. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm not someone that expects stuff to arrive at my door like from fans and that sort of stuff I don't have a PO box or anything set up and I'm not really that bothered about all of that sort of stuff but if you're willing to give me free stuff then I will promote your stuff you know that's how it works that's that's how this sort of relationship flourishes but yeah stop waffling Ben um I wanted to quickly touch on YouTube boxing so Logan Paul against Floyd Mayweather. First things first. What the fuck is going on? Second thing second. Logan Paul hasn't even won a boxing match in his entire career. And he is fighting one of the best technical boxers in terms of defence ever in boxing history like what so I didn't actually watch the fight but I watch people like your true Geordie and um, people like that a lot uh, Joe Weller waffling um, who else do I watch it was all over all over Twitter all over the news that sort of stuff um yeah, what an incredible event. Um, I knew, obviously, Logan wasn't going to, you know, spark Floyd out. But um, for Logan to go the whole, I think it was eight rounds or nine rounds, is a testament to, A, how hard he works, and, B, how, like, absolutely tunnel-visioned he was to, like, make this a successful exhibition match. Um I think Floyd Mayweather actually came out of retirement to do this match, which is mental, really. Um, And Floyd's always been renowned as someone that has the ability to do anything, really, whatever it takes to earn some money and to spend it as quickly as he earns it. Um, Yeah, insane match. Um, I'd never thought in my lifetime that I would watch Floyd Mayweather try and knock out a YouTuber. So, uh, shows you how sort of popular this landscape is at the moment and how much sort of 
influence people can have especially like people on twitter and people on facebook like you and me you know um there's recently an episode of waffling where theo baker split up with his girlfriend and um they've said the top comment of that video on youtube theo will actually (laughs) replace the picture or tattoo of what is currently on his butt which i think is janine which is his girlfriend's name with that top comment and a lot of people have put the game's the game (laughs) so he's going to get the game's the game is on his ass, which yeah i'm not really sure what to think about that but there we go um other fight that happened recently in the boxing world was taylor holder versus a nissan gibb so literally as i started recording this i've actually just seen on a nissan gibbs um instagram that so I think there was five or six rounds in this match and it became a majority draw. Um, So a Nissan Gibb absolutely battered this Taylor Holder guy. Consistently won every single match as the better sort of boxer. And um, yeah, ended up actually overturning the sort of decision and winning. So yeah, I'm glad that he's done that because he was on a bit of a um, downward spiral by the looks of it because he fought Jake Paul but it was a bit of a false start because he actually got knocked down uh, three times I think it was because he kept sort of squatting in the ring. Um, So yeah, it wasn't really a proper boxing match and um, you can only do that three times and you get disqualified because it makes it kind of look like you're you're not able to fight basically um so yeah that was a good good win for gib uh really like watching gib he's a funny guy um yeah so yeah that's that's all i've really got to say about that and i'm glad that the righteous prevail sometimes um so yeah just to recap did i say that i talk about anything else don't think i did i don't think i did um i just want to quickly address something and then i'm going to go because yeah um one of my rats so i've got four rats uh, me and my girlfriend so we've got rowan pippy rexy and squeak so they're rats that live in a cage in our house all girls, all lovely little creatures. And yesterday, unfortunately, Squeaky left the world. And she had to be put to sleep. And it really sucks because she was a lovely little rat. Um, and she got to two and a half years old. And unfortunately, her stomach sort of gave up on her. So that's essentially like replacing the engine in a car and it's you know rats are very delicate creatures are very very small and it's not sort of sustainable to fix them as it were and operate on them because they're they have little hearts and little lungs and little bits and stuff like that and uh, unfortunately we had to put squeaky to sleep and i really really miss her and i just want her back 
Um, but at the same time, she wasn't very well, and you could tell that she was sort of deteriorating quite rapidly. But unfortunately, shout out to all those people that own rats. You all know about this. They don't give up. They keep going. They're stubborn, like me. Um, and they're very sort of Monty Python, it is but a scratch kind of creatures. And they'll just keep going. Um, even if you chop their arms and legs off, they'd still crawl over and grab the food off you and um, sometimes you know you need to sort of throw in the towel as it were and yeah it sucks um, but this is what happens when you buy pets I suppose but she was a beautiful soul and I miss her a lot and uh, hopefully in a few years I can listen back to this and uh, remember her because she's gone um, but yeah, I, I love you very much, Squeaky, and I'm sorry that you couldn't be with us anymore, but, um, yeah, anyway, that's, that's enough of that, I'm going to start crying. Um, yeah, sorry about this, uh, format, I hope that it's been alright, um, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to put up as the picture for this, but, yeah, I'm going to rearrange with Ed, uh, next week I've got... I've got Fred Evans, who's a CrossFit athlete, on uh, to talk about his CrossFit adventures and all that sort of stuff, and fitness and sort of ma maintaining a workly, a weekly workout regime or a workly regime. And yeah, I've I've had a really, really good time doing this by myself. Um, you know, hopefully, rather than me missing an upload, I can just do stuff like this. Um, I don't have to sort of have anyone on standby, as it were. But yeah, um, going to go to an Archie Soul advert, and then we're going to end. So Archie Soul, obviously, like I mentioned, we grind. Got a Father's Day coming up in the UK at the weekend, and uh, yeah, Archie Soul, all about male grooming, all about sort of you know dads and kids and sort of everyone looking a bit better looking after themselves especially during these last you know year and a half it's been a tough tough time for everyone and Archie Soul are here to save the day and make you feel better about yourself so the idea is if you feel good and you look good you know that's going to sort of boost your confidence and all that sort of stuff so if you head over to archiesoul.com tell them I sent you support the show Bedlam 2021, yet again, as the affiliate code. Discount code at checkout, Bedlam 2021. 20% off all their products. Um, once again, if, if you need any advice or you need any questions answered, drop them a DM on Instagram. Drop me a DM on Instagram, Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I'll be more than happy to help you with anything you need. Going to play an ad and we're going to head out. Um, Pip you got to help me out here, dude. Yeah, I know you're hungry. I'll feed you in a sec. Pip, what's your go-to meal deal? Right. I'll see you soon, guys. We've got Fred on next week. And uh, I hope you're all well out there and staying safe and wearing masks and distancing and not going mental and delaying this even more than it needs to 
shout out Squeak, what a legend. Shout out Grind, shout out Archie Soul, shout out Ocean Bottle. I'll be sure to include their ad next week, but time is of the essence. Cheers guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Take care, bye. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. Just an ad read from a new sponsor called Archie Soul Grooming. So we have archiesoul.com. They've currently got a bit of a sale on at the moment. Uh, Basically, long story short, I've not really been looking after myself, uh, especially during lockdown and quarantine. I've always been sort of, I'll deal with it later, kind of person really. Not really bothered about how I look and I think now is a good time to change that. Uh, especially with like the world opening back up and sort of everyone having massive beards and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so Archie Soul have uh, beard oil. They have razors, old school sort of stuff, uh, power shower. Uh, they sell loads and loads of products from loads and loads of places. They're from the UK um, and they recently sent me a box of stuff and it's just been breathtaking it's been a completely new lease of life uh in terms of like actually using proper soap and actually having an opportunity to sort of care about yourself and sort of give yourself a bit of a lease of life in the morning traditionally i've always um got up first thing in the morning thrown some water on my face said to myself that will do and sped off in my car at about 30 miles an hour so Time to change all that sort of stuff and to actually look after yourself and take some accountability, I suppose. So, um, yeah. So get involved at archiesoul.com. I have an affiliate link with them, which is Bedlam2021. So that's going to give you 20% off. Companies like American Crew, Anthony, Duke Cannon, who are one of my favourites because they sell the biggest bars of soap I've ever seen in my life. Ace High, Monsieur Barbier, and Anthony. So they stock traditional razors and genuine leather bags for work and for play. And as always, with all of these great companies I work for and promote for, is their priority is an excellent customer experience and they will always go above and beyond for their customers. And there is a guy at Archie Soul called Mark, and he is one of the most responsive people I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with in terms of business. Uh, He's all about getting you what you want at the price that you can afford. Not going to break the bank. Like I say at the moment, they've got a sale on. So check them out at archiesoul.com. Tell them I sent you using Bedlam2021 as the discount code at checkout. And thank me later because you are not going to regret this, guys. Thank you very much and back to it. Hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Um, I'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because I always forget. Please consider subscribing for weekly uploads. Um, Sometimes I do two in one week. So yeah, please do uh, consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know.
And yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.